Hello and welcome to Connect with Possibilities. We believe that you tune in on purpose because God has something in store for you today. And we encourage you to prepare your heart to receive it. Praise the Lord. Okay, I want to share with us from the parable of the rich fool and the young rich ruler. I'm only trying to draw a point, but I will need to read the story to us. Luke chapter 12, verse 13 to verse 21. Let us follow the story. He says this, Then the one from the crowd asked him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, Man, who made me a judge or an arbitrator over you and your brother? He said to them, verse 15, Take heed and beware of covetousness. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Alright? That means Jesus is trying to draw us to understand something about covetousness as it regards to one's life. He's trying to tell us what makes our life important. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, most times we ask ourselves about life. But today's message will teach us something about life. Look at what Jesus Christ said. He said, let us be careful not to be covetous, to withhold for ourselves. For our life does not consist in what we can hold on to. Alright? Then Jesus gave a parable. He spoke a parable to them saying, the ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. Meaning God allowed the ground of a rich man to yield a lot of harvest. It wasn't the man. It was God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Remember what I told us about favor. I said favor is the beginning that is beyond labor. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Labor has to do with effort. And God wants you to put in your best effort. Remember we've been talking about excellence. How God wants to do great things through you. And how he wants you to have the attitude of one that will put in your best. Alright? But favor comes after labor. Hallelujah. He that will not labor will not enjoy favor. Alright? But for us, the difference is that we labor in the understanding of God's word. Okay? So let's go on forward. He said, the land of a rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, what shall I do since I have no room to store my crop? All right? And he said, I will do this. I will pull down my bands and build greater. Then I will store all my crop and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have many goods laid down for many years. Take your ease, eat and drink and marry. Meaning I will say to my life, oh, I have arrived. Oh, I am dear now. Oh, I'm where I want to be. Oh, I've achieved my dreams. Hallelujah. He thought within himself that all that he got was by his strength and they were for him alone. But look at verse 20. But God said to him, You fool, this night... Your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This man set up a farmland. He had a farmland. He's been working for many years. And every year he has harvest. But the Bible tells us that at a particular time he had an exceptional harvest. Why? Because God made his ground to yield plentifully. Hallelujah. God is in the business of blessing people. In fact, God looks at your faithfulness over time and realizes this one is ready for a blessing. God looks at your effort over time. Your effort don't impress God. But your effort tells God that you are not wasteful. Hallelujah. Your effort tells God that you are not lazy. Alright. Your effort tells God that you are ready to apply your hands to work. And God loves a person that likes to work. Because God does not condone laziness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But God also wants you to know it's not by your strength alone. It's not by your might alone. It's not by your power alone. You know, that statement is a little bit complicated to understand. Because, after all, I've been working for five years. And God, you said in every labor there is a profit. Because a laborer is worthy of his wages. Hello? But there is something key here that we are missing. The life that you have does not belong to you. So whatever you achieve with it is not ultimately yours. Whatever you become in life is not only because you choose to work hard alone. Is because God has an investment in your life, your soul, your spirit. Amen. You are alive first of all before you can go about to do work. And so, whatever work you do, whatever results you get from it, it is to the glory of God because the life that you are using to do it does not belong to you. Hello? And since it doesn't belong to you, the owner can ask for it at any time. At any moment. Usually, the owner of the life waits for 70 years and more. Hallelujah. If there is no sudden disaster, Attack, calamity, illness, sickness, diseases, or in exceptional cases, when the person's assignment is done on earth. If you don't have all those factors, the owner and the giver of the life and the soul will allow you to live for 70 and much more as you desire. Hello? But there are circumstances that initiate or give room or ground for a recall. If you notice something in Nigerian politics, 
It was there all along, but it wasn't obvious to people. People do not know that if you're a House of Rep member or you're a senator, and the people in your senatorial district feels that you have not been serving them well enough, they can approach the electoral body with a certain number of signatures, all right, at least 50,000 to 100,000 signatures to order for a recall, meaning bring that man back, all right? When they order for a recall, what they're actually saying is this, let him come back and organize a mini election so that we can see whether we still want him or not. People can withdraw their senator. They can withdraw their house of people didn't know it before, but they are now aware. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You may not know, but God can recall you back if your life is not profitable to him. Hallelujah. That is why you must live your life to the glory of God. And remember that it's not by might. Might is where you are alive. What if the life is withdrawn? There's no might again. Because the Bible says, in the grave, there is no life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This man qualified for his soul to be recalled from him. How? He did not give glory to God. He took all the glory for himself. God gave him life. Not only that, then God blessed the life by blessing the field that feeds him. But he took all the glory for himself. He did not remember God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The best thing you can do in life is to remember God at every junction. At every point and at every place. At every time your life improves. At every time your life gets better. At every time. Remember it is the Lord that gives you the power to get wealth. Hello part one. It is the Lord that gives you the power to eat out of it. Part two. Hello. This man got it. He couldn't eat out of it because his soul was recalled. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So the giver of the soul wants you to use the soul, alright, for his glory. Anytime you can be on your own, stand on your own, do as you like, then the giver of the soul may ask for it back. Hallelujah. Because you are not grateful for the gift that you have. Hallelujah. This man, his field was blessed, but he only wanted to enrich his life. The life that he did not, that was not his own. He wanted to enrich it and enjoy life here. And God says, come, 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 come. Come and give accounts of your soul. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now let me go to another story and we try to link it together. When the giver of the soul asks for the soul. Praise the Lord. Remember what Jesus said earlier. He said life does not consist in what you have alone. Look at what he says in Luke 18, 18. He said now a certain ruler 
asked him, saying, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Alright? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one that is God. You know the commandment. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false with it. Honor your father and your mother. And look at what the man said in verse 21. Can we read it together? And he said, All this I have kept from my youth. What a guy. Hallelujah. What a guy. He has been doing the right things all along. He has been following all the rules. If not like the rich fool. He has been following all the rules. You see, the rich fool never gave regard to God. When God blessed him or blessed his field above what it normally is, he didn't recognize that it was the Lord. Remember Deuteronomy 8 verse 3, when God said to the children of Israel, I want you to know and I want you to remember me because so that it will not get to a point where you say it is by your hands you got all these things. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This guy has been doing everything. All the law. He has been following it. But let's look at one more thing. So when Jesus heard these things, he said to him, You still lack one thing. Sell all that you have. Distribute it to the poor. And you will have treasures in heaven. Come and follow me. Verse 23. But when he had this, he was very sorrowful in his soul. Because he was very rich. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There's a similarity between these two people. They had abundance. They had something. They've worked for something. They've labored. Alright? And God has blessed them. The first one does not remember God at all. And God asks for his soul. The second one. Remember God. Serve the Lord. Believe in the Lord. But God asked for his soul in his service. Hello? The first one, God asked for his soul because he was beyond redemption. God was not in the picture of his life. He did not acknowledge or recognize God. And God said, give me your soul. The one, the thing that you are using to be, to do, and to move around your very life. I want it back. Come and give me account. But this second one. God gave him a real opportunity and privilege. God says can you use your soul. To serve me. Hallelujah. You see he has been keeping all the love. He has been doing all the external things. That needs to be done. But God does not look at the physical man. He looks at the heart. It doesn't look at physical appearance. That's why God says, look, I know David. I know Abraham. For he will teach his children in the way of the Lord. God is saying, okay, now, 
You have kept all my laws. Now I want you to save me. I want you to use your life to save me. Hello? But which is a high calling to come into God's service is a high calling because life is useless when we do not serve the Lord. Life is not worth the while when we do not serve the Lord. The best thing we can do is when we sacrifice our life unto the Lord. The Bible says it. He said, there is no greater love than this until a man give himself up for his brother. Hallelujah. He said, what mother of love is this? He said, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He said, God is love and love is sacrifice. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And the greatest sacrifice is the sacrifice of giving your soul to the Lord in his service. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If we read the rich fool, we think that the greatest sacrifice is the sacrifice of being thankful to the Lord for what he has done. The greatest sacrifice is the sacrifice of recognizing that when God does things for us, He's a good God. But He has done something for us before doing those things. He has given us the gift of life. And the greatest thing we can do for the Lord in thanksgiving for what God has done for us from the onset is to use our life to save Him. Hallelujah. Because when we go back home to be with the Lord, the greatest concern will not be that we didn't give thanks because we're already giving thanks. We already know how to give thanks. We already know how to recognize God. We may all not be like the rich fool, 100%. We may be more like this brother that has kept most of the law. He has done all the things that he should do. Praise the Lord. But the first thing is that you are ready to use your soul to serve the Lord's interest. Whether it's part-time, whether it's full-time. Not as a minister coming to preach the gospel like this, but as a person that is a light in the world. Hallelujah. As a person that is ready to do anything the Lord requires of you. Because there is nothing you can give Him. Alright? That is enough. Although you need to give Him. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But the greatest thing you can give the Lord is your soul, your life. Jesus Christ said, all these things that you are looking at, sell them, come and follow me. And the man was full of sorrow because he did not know that the greatest in the kingdom is the servant in the kingdom. Hallelujah. Remember when that woman brought her two children to Jesus and said, I want this one to sit on your right and this one to sit on the left. Then Jesus Christ asked the woman, can your children go to the suffering that I will go through? And the woman didn't understand what Jesus Christ meant. Then Jesus Christ told her, the servant will be the greatest in the kingdom. The one that is ready to let go of himself for the Lord's service. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you ready to let go of yourself for the Lord's service? There is no money you can give the Lord that is enough. Are you ready to let go of yourself for His service? Are you ready? 
There's no amount of good things you do that is enough until you are ready to let go of your soul for yourself because the soul does not belong to you. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but only the counsel of the Lord will stand. Where am I going this morning? I'm going to that place where you realize that your soul, your life, the life you've lived so far, the life you've lived up to now, the bread up to now, it was the Lord that gave you that life, that soul, that opportunity. It's the Lord that gives you. And that Lord wants you to be willing to use that life to serve Him. To serve Him by giving your life to Him. To serve Him by willing to be a witness for Him, sharing the gospel. To serve Him by taking a role in His house, which is your father's house. He said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. It is in that service that you begin to see those mansions. Hallelujah. Because it is because for every labor, there is a prophet. Hallelujah. The Lord wants you. He wants you to relinquish your soul to Him. Giving your life to Jesus. Relinquish your soul to Him. Be a witness of Christ everywhere you go. Everywhere you are. So that Christ is preached everywhere. Serving in the house of the Lord passionately. Finding your feet in the kingdom. Maybe your feet, your, your feet, F-I-T, your place, your position is giving. Maybe your place is assisting. Maybe your place is caregiver's ministry. Maybe your place is prison ministry. Finding your place and your feet. The Lord wants you to give him your soul. If he's calling you to ministry. When you are properly and well trained for it. Hallelujah. So that nothing is more important than God. When he says, here I am. You should say, here you are also. Remember, the Lord wants you to give him your soul. By accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. By being a witness of Jesus everywhere that you are and everywhere that you go. By finding your feet in the church, in the house of the Lord. Serving in a capacity or the order. Because service gives you room for your attitude and your nature to be observed. So that you can what bring the nature of Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And then as you do that, you begin to find your feet and your calling in life. What is God calling you to do in the ministry? Is it for you to be a giver? Is it for you to go into prisons to meet with people? Is it for you to even meet people in the area of your career and share Christ with them? It will show you. But you must be willing to give your all. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So this service is about us thinking about these things. Your soul belongs to God. Don't look at, oh, things are working, things are not working. Things are good, things are not good. Life is in cycles. But God does not forget his own. Things that do not look good today will look better from this moment henceforth. Alright? But remember, your soul belongs to the Lord. 
Your soul is not going to be any better. Your life will not be any better because you have money. Money will come because it is God's promise to his children as long as they are doing what he has them to do. And they are giving their best. Hallelujah. But your soul belongs to the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening. For more information about this ministry and other resources, visit us at hcfbenin.org. 